and welcome to the Oddscast podcast, the return. We took a week off. Some say it's for lack of hustle. Some say uh, it was actually for something. I forget the real reason. I mean, but Dominic, it doesn't matter. Uh, 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 don't lie. Don't lie. We recorded an episode. Things got a little saucy. Spotify took the episode down. Yeah, I mean, was it? Um, I don't want to. I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, but I mean, Corey was saying some things. I, I thought he was just reading John Gruden emails, but apparently they were original. <laughs> yeah, who knew producer Corey's take on Deshaun Watson could be so, so, just Terry? If controversial, Desha- controversial. If Deshaun Watson goes to the. Uh, Miami Dolphins, are you going to disavow? Uh, he's not on the Dolphins. I have no, I don't have to worry but about if that. If he does, we're going to preemptively. It's, it's, 20, it's 22 civil complaints, 10 <laughs> criminal counts. And given yeah. my email history, I might have a, a position in you know the Dolphins team as well if he goes. So That's more games than the 80, whatever Dolphins team that won out every game. More, more counts than that Dolphins team has wins. 1970, 1972. I mean, it's more counts than any team had wins in a single season. Just saying. Yeah, I mean, sounds problematic, honestly. I mean, but he's not. He's anything. not. He's not going to just any team, right? He's going to the Miami Dolphins, allegedly. I yeah. mean, yeah, I mean, everything's alleged like, until proven true. We know Florida <laughs> doesn't have a lot of rules, but like, jeez. Yeah. yeah. Land I mean, okay. Because of the brave. All right, let's go. Let's keep to... talking hypotheticals. <laughs> all right. So, so yeah, we we missed last week. We're back this week. Uh, now all the sports are going on, so we're going to do things a little bit differently here. Uh, Joe, I I saw your appearance on the Action Network's uh, podcast in regards to that futures draft that you did. Solid yeah. job. Um, Thanks, man. Had a little video content. Glad I uh, did my hair. You know. Um, yeah, glad you used no, quick glad question. you recommended if, conditioner a while ago. If um yeah. if the action network is really just a front for the communist party of China, would you disavow? Uh I don't know. That's a wild hypothetical, I think, right now. Uh, yeah. um, you know, I'm not I'm not brave enough to tackle that. That's that's yeah. one of my favorite things now. <laughs> I mean, has anyone said that the Communist Party, uh, that the Action Network is not a front for the Communist Party of China? Honestly, yeah, that's a great I point, Joe, 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 Joe did it. I haven't heard it. Have <laughs> he definitely didn't deny it. I haven't heard that. Um, I, I, I'm not privy to the information from China. Uh, I get more of my inside information from Korea if we are going to pick any of the uh, Asian countries. So you're saying you get information, they get information from China. You're just not privy to it. I might not be. I don't know. I don't have the <laughs> Action Network email. <laughs> only only Ravel has a, uh, a hotline to ye. Or I'm not, I'm not on the server. G. Every, every year in November, you tweet some G, whatever the hell his name is. Do the JFK tweet. Like, okay. <laughs> but, uh, no, but it was the the, uh, the the futures draft was pretty fun. Some of the bets you can still grab, actually. Uh, I, I do like Miles Turner to win Defensive Player of the Year. I think it's still twelve to one at Caesars. It might go down because right now it's like the third quarter and he already has four blocks. 
Um, so if you follow me on the action app, you would have had a winner already because I said to bet over two and a half steals plus blocks. The um, action app or or communist party uh, spyware. Who knows? Oh yeah, like if you just happened to tap into my phone, you would have known that as well. No, I'm saying the app is spyware. Um, all right, yeah. I, I'm gonna stop you there because uh, I'm gonna give you five minutes, un unfettered, uninterrupted. We'll interrupt you, but that's uninterrupted. Fine. Yeah, that's a, I'm gonna interrupt. <laughs> uninterrupted with some interruptions. Uh, time to give us your favorite. NBA futures. I'll I'll limit it to to three, two now because you gave out the Miles Turner one. Um, if there was no such draft that you had to compete with other people, um, like me who hasn't bet anything in in on NBA except for I think I threw in late night because of a, a text you sent me about the Portland Trailblazers being the highest scoring team in the NBA and it was like ten dollars win back like five grand or something like that. Yeah, so I did that. Delicious. Yeah. Um. Let's so so two futures and then who the NBA finals um, winner and loser go. Okay. So uh, like I said, that uh, the miles Turner defensive player of the year at 12 to one at Caesars, like it down to like 10 to one or so. Um, I actually like the, so one of the things that I like Dom is going to appreciate this. My, you know, we got my boy a rod at the helm of the Minnesota Timberwolves and I like Chris Finch as the head coach there. They're a totally different team. And I like the Timberwolves to make the play in tournament at plus 225. Um, I think these odds are still going to be available at like BetMGM or FanDuel. Uh, so I, I really, really like that play a lot. And I think that part of the thing is he's really like restructured that offense. They're going to be healthy this year. Anthony Edwards is an absolute riot. And uh, I, I think that this is maybe the year that Cat uh, turns the meow into a roar, you know? So uh, I, I think that this could be, I think this could be the year for the Timberwolves, um, at least for them to make, start making some noise in the Western Conference. So I like that bet. Um, another, I mean, these are I've, kind of, I've, I've been there before the last, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> these are like interlocking, um, bets i like both the nuggets and the jazz to go over their win totals the nuggets are 47 and a half the jazz are 52 and a half i think that both teams are going to be very good this year um the jazz are pretty healthy one of the reasons that uh, like this is going to be intertwined is i took the nuggets to win the division at four to one at FanDuel. um i think that there's value there because the implied probability is only like 20 percent and if you really look at the Jazz, they were pretty healthy last year. If anybody, you know, kind of goes down for an extended period of time, I know Mitchell missed a little bit, but um, if anybody goes down for like an extended period of time, that could be problematic for the Jazz. And I think it opens up a little bit of a window for the Nuggets. So, um, I, I, but I think that both teams are going to be excellent and are both viable. But I do think that the both are viable to win the division but I think that the nuggets are much more likely if you're going to put in a long shot title future, I like the nuggets at like 20, 25 to one. Um, if you wanted a team that's got a, got a little bit more juice over there. Okay. Um, and, and then, then now, and now, now just give me the playoffs. Okay. 
Um, so I think that, I mean, really the two teams that are the best in the East are, uh, obviously the bucks and the nets are a little concerning after that game. But I, I mean, I think that I don't want to overreact to such a small sample size. They're not uh, going to have Kyrie. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie's redundant talent. I think on that team, um, <clears throat> what, you, what, like he t-shirt need him. They like really don't need him. A redundant um, talent. Redundant. Yeah. Like time, I think it is a flat circle, just like the earth, like the earth. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm not, I, I'm not like sold on Kyrie being like all that important to the Nets success. Uh, but yeah. Cause I he's not that, playing. Yeah. He well, can't I think be, the bigger he can't issue, contribute to their success. The bigger issue for him is his, you know, his salary being taken on the salary cap and they can't really do much else, you know, with it. So, um, and he's kind of expressed that he would retire if they traded him. So he's basically an immovable asset. So I, the concern is obviously like LaMarcus Aldridge looks bad. Um, and if Claxton is going to get cooked by some of these better bigs, then they're going to, they're going to have a lot of difficulty. And I know we had this conversation last year, a lot, Dom, about how, well, like if they just score more points then it doesn't really matter, but it is definitely taxing on your guys to have to put up basically like 130 points a game to win. Um, so I, I still, I actually, I still like the bucks to come out again um, of the East, but I, I like the, I obviously like the Lakers. I think that the warriors are going to be good um, this year. I, I think the jazz will wind up getting upset again in the playoffs, but the team that I think, like I said before, the team that I think is a dark horse is Denver nuggets. Uh, from what I'm hearing, Jamal Murray should be back around the all-star break. That's the time frame that they're shooting for. Uh, so if we get him back by the all-star break, they were awesome when, you know, you had Murray, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, and Jokic playing together. Um, if they're able to get a roll in in the playoffs, like they're going to be dangerous. And they've added some, uh, some younger talent, too, in the draft. They got the guy with probably one of the coolest names in the draft, uh, Bones Highland, and he's just an absolute Whoa. sharp shooter. So uh, Bones is his nickname. Don't even really – I can't even really pronounce his first name, um, but Bones Highland is somebody to definitely watch out for. Wait, Bones is his real name or his nickname? His nickname. Or okay. you can throw in uh, Super – not Superman. Sp- first Spider-Man movie, Tobey Maguire um the first wrestler he fights bonesaw um, oh his actually his name has hard i just couldn't remember it it's nishan highland and he played at uh he played for vcu he was drafted 26th overall so he's somebody that could like carve out a nice role for himself and if you really 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 want like this is a little bit of a different angle, but if you really want like a long shot rookie of the year candidate, look at Josh Giddy at 30 to one on the Oklahoma city thunder. Although I think that they're going to be in tank mode again. Uh, he should be somebody that uh, is going to get run throughout the course of the season. I thought we capture your future bets, but thank you. Thank I know you. I couldn't, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> what a wonderful time of the year, I guess. I'm looking, and and the Minnesota Timberwolves are 210 to one to win the title. But I'm I'm using that as a reference point. Um, Sounds like value. No, for <laughs> for the Timberwolves to win the division, which is much less hard. Actually, it depends on which way you look at it. Um, it's 100 to one. So. They're, just putting that out there. They're not, they're just not going to win the Northwest. 
with the Jazz and the Nuggets. Why not? <laughs> the I don't think I think the I think the Timberwolves will cap out at 38 wins. And the Jazz and the Nuggets could probably win 38 games in their sleep. What um, happens what happens after uh, the the Colorado gubernatorial election which I'm making up whether that happens this year hypothetically or next year, um, and the governor then gets the stones to put in a vaccine mandate and Michael Porter Jr doesn't doesn't do it um, well, then you still have the Utah Jazz. So I think that that's problematic. I could see them if we wanted to get really, like, we wanted to get really crazy. It's possible that they could be better than the Portland Trailblazers. Um, I don't think that the Trailblazers are good. Obviously, they have Damian Lillard, but I just, I don't know. They're just, they just have too many flaws. And the combination of Lillard and CJ McCollum just, I don't really feel like that's that's it. That's not really the answer, in my opinion. Um, I saw the real quick before we move on to baseball. Thirty seconds on the Knicks. Oh, Knicks are fucking fantastic. The Knicks are going to win the title. I don't care what anybody says. You have to bet it. Um, but no, I think that the Knicks are going to be an excellent regular season team, and the line has adjusted way too far. Um, their win total is 41 and a half, which basically implies that if they are going to go over that, they're going to be above a 500 team. Thibodeau coach teams are almost always 500 at least because he gives everything in the, in the, during the regular season. And then you see them underperform because they really just don't have another gear to go to. In time's the up. Time's up. So Knicks, Knicks, Knicks. Beth time's Yoke. up. Knicks, Knicks, Time's Knicks. up. You didn't say anything about producer Corey uh, shoving – Patrick Ewing was that his crotch uh, in our faces in the uh, in the chat there. That's all I got. He's, got, he's got a little toy, a little Patrick Ewing toy. Drove to the garden, talked to Pat, gave him a stack, told him you're gonna miss the finger roll, right? Nick's just covered that That's second an, quarter line. It's an action Bronson lyric. Uh, Terry, you seem to be upset that the Knicks covered the second quarter. Oh, no. Adam Duvall just made a sweet catch in center field. All right. There we go. Next. Great transition. Terry's Braves are in the NLCS. Um, congratulations. I thought once Acuna went down, you were done. Um, but I think you're we here. All did. Uh, you're here. You guys have the lead, barring what happens tonight. Um, so talk to me. Give me, give me your one minute. Uh, assessment if they're up three to one right now. What do you What do you mean? I'm I'm gonna. They're not do, up three to one. No, give me your as if they are. We're gonna do two separate two separate assessments. Uh, if they're up three <laughs> to one, I'll feel I'll feel good, optimistic, cautiously optimistic. They were up three to one last year and then lost three in a row. Uh, a little better pitching this this time around. Um, but yeah, they just, they, they might be the best 88 win baseball team in the history of baseball. Uh, hey, um, the NL, the NL East is grueling, man. I, I kept telling people that we're making fun of our, our NL East teams. It's like, come play in the, come play in our division. You'll see. Yeah. You'll see. Come play in the SEC, you know? Yeah, exactly. The SEC of, M, of, the, of Major League Baseball. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. They just, they give off these like, 
this team of team of destiny type vibe sometimes. Okay. Now, now they're two and two. I still feel okay. They just, you know, I would like to get at least one win in Dodger stadium. The Braves haven't won in Dodger stadium since 2018. They've lost 10 in a row. So uh, it's very possible they could go back to Atlanta down three, two, but I mean, Acuna going down, this is all, it's all house money at this point, to be honest with you. And the Braves are, are not the Braves. The Astros are now up 3-2, headed into Boston, headed back home, rather, um, need, needing one game to finish out the series. Joe, um, I, I and, and Corey, you could come in this, too. I heard a lot of Yankee fans um, say that they're rooting for the Red Sox. Like, I am not. What, what, I, yeah, like, I thought that that was great. preposterous. Who are that's, you talking to? Yeah, I heard, I heard one person say it. That's, that's not people. That's just not. They're not. Remove yeah. his pinstripes the next time you see him for me, please. <laughs> yeah, like rip it's off, rip out. off his fucking flat brim cap and his chain. Just like toss him out of there. Um, and then find where he keeps his nair. Take that too. Make him hairy. Why? Because of the cheating. Yeah, like I, no, there's just no way that I'm gonna root for the Red Sox. Like pretty much under any circumstance. I don't know what the Nair comment was, but that was that sounded like it was in like a side talk NYC video. That was so New York. <laughs> no, a lot of chest and chains, not a lot of hair. Spray, spray him, make him hairy. I'm rooting for the. I'm rooting for the. Ding I'm rooting for that. I mean, at the end of the day, I think that I'm going to be like, I'm really rooting for the Braves to take Let's home. Welcome. So um, I have a free bet that I have to figure out what to use it on. It might just be on the Braves to win the World Series. Baseball's right. just over for me. Who gives a shit? A little late. I, but, just, uh, I just wanted to know what the, what the Yankee fan thing was so I can root for the opposite. Crucify him. That's what. Next. Yeah. Uh, crucify crucify him. him. All right, let's go to the NFL. Week seven. It was actually very fitting that we took week six off because um, again, we didn't take it off. Oh, sorry. Spotify um, banned us. It was great that our picks did not get out because they would have been absolute dog shit. Um, Terry and I actually skipped the super contest. We used our skip. Uh, good call by Terry. Um, a couple games really liked. Didn't happen the way I thought they were going to go. Mostly, most notably the Browns over the Cardinals did not happen. It was Cardinals who are now the, the only undefeated team in the league, 6 0, sitting atop the NFC. And then, like, every so every NFC game, the road team won, which wasn't surprising. There were some, some pretty big spreads there. And then four out of five of the interconference um, uh, matchups last week, the road team won. So, it's 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 not a good week. Not a good week for the traditional what we like to bet. But let's go into week seven. Got a lot of things happening in the league. Um, the tight like like surprises now with the Chiefs still being in last place. The NFC West week seven comes by. Um, the Seahawks two and four without Russell Wells. The Cardinals being six and L. Cowboys five and one. You know, there's a lot of. A lot of things that that are surprising, but let's in, instead of going through the whole gambit of games, we're just going to give our three picks. Keep things short and sweet, but we're going to go one by one. Um, I did not prepare you at all for this, so if you don't want to go first, that's fine with me. 
But if somebody does want to go first, if anybody has any specific NFL things they would like to talk about before we get into the pick segment. I don't think they're like a contender. Like their their defense is just so bad. Yeah. Um I like like, like, like I really I really try to detach, especially at this point in the season, with from like my preseason notions and my like it's really fucking hard to to like be a dynastic team. Like there's really only one team that was dynastic in the last like word <laughs> in like the last two decades. And sure, there were a couple teams like the Le- the Legion of Boom had like a couple seasons, but like the Chiefs can't be the number one team every year unless they're Brady and and, and Belichick. Like that's just been the barometer. And Andy Reid has been a coach for a very, very, very long time. So we've seen him, and he's not built Belichick. <laughs> so he just figured um, out how clocks work <laughs> recently. So it's it's. I don't. I don't think they're a contender. I mean, it's week seven. They're fourteenth in DVOA. Like, you know, it, it's it's. We've seen enough. So, they are not who we thought they were, in my opinion. Reverse Danny Green. There you go. Yeah. So, if you're looking at the top five teams in DVOA, like to see like who is a legitimate contender, it's Buffalo, obviously. Um, it's Arizona. Obviously, at six and zero, I think we could say that going into Cleveland, winning was probably a marquee win as ever, in my opinion. Um, as far as like, can they win tough games? And there, it looks like they're gonna, you know, a lot can happen in that division. But the two game lead on the Rams and just how much this division could beat on up each other is gonna be huge. And and they might have home field. Um, the Rams number three. I don't have a two game lead. Sorry, only one game lead. Three, three is the Rams, which I still think their defense hasn't looked great, um, but statistically no. they're pretty good. Like for all the talk about their defense, they're still fourth. And I think only you're going to get better as time goes on, barring any injuries to Donald or Ramsey. Bucks are fourth. Um, they have to figure out their secondary. I don't think they've played any teams recently that have been able to expose that. And then Dallas at five, who I think is a legit contender. Like there's yeah. just something about the Cowboys that have, they, they kind of have that like it factor, like on defense guys coming up, Trayvon Diggs, like making a big play seemingly every game. And offensively, they're just, they can do so many different things. Like, you know, usually also, takes it away. Good teams win, great teams cover. It's just like if you're a defensive coordinator scheming for the Cowboys, like there's just so many different angles they can attack you with. There's They have so many different players that can hurt you. They can run. They can pass. You know, that can move. It's it's there's And their offensive line is very good. So it's – it's I, I think the Cowboys are as, as much of a contender as anybody. And they're probably got the most value in the odds because people still don't believe that just because of preseason yeah. motions. So. Yeah. Um, and, and they're they're winning the NFC East like they already have like a four game lead. <laughs> yeah, dude. They, I mean, the Chiefs are 14th in DPOA. I said that. Yeah, I'm looking at it now and just like looking at some of the teams in front of them, and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, like, no, I mean, some people have to see with their own eyes before yeah. believing. I know it's you crazy. could just you know have faith in me, Missouri, the show me state. <laughs> yeah, show me. All right, let's go. He'll do his own research. It's okay. Let's Nothing let's give our let's give our picks. Who wants to go first? 
Um, if no one wants to go first, I will go first. Why don't go you f- go first? I will go first. Um, so why did the Green Bay line move down two points? I am not sure. From what I just woke up from my nap. That's weird. Uh, I don't know. All right. Um, all right. My first bet. I really do like um, talking about, you know, getting rid of preconceived notions about teams. Uh, there's a divisional game with a pretty big spread against a team with the favorite that likes to run the ball a ton. Um, and it's in the AFC North. Enough of the um, the the clues here. I'm going with the Cincinnati Bengals plus six and a half over the Baltimore Ravens. Um, this line could move to seven by game time, but in these divisional games, I just think I want the the team that's getting the points. Um, especially like like this line to me should be three and a half. I don't know why it's six and a half, you know, four or five dead numbers, but I just think that this game is going to be pretty close. Wouldn't surprise me if Cincinnati came out and won. Um, Baltimore has had some pretty good smash spots, and I think this line is just an overreaction to last week, in which I think it was a smash spot. They they beat up on the Chargers. Everybody was on the Chargers. We didn't really love them, um, and they just came out and dominated. Couldn't do anything wrong. Um, and the Cincinnati Bengals you talk about getting rid of preconceived notions like burrow is pretty good and people thought he was pretty good going into the season, but this defense is, is solid. Um, they're fifth overall in DVOA. They can stop the pass eighth overall pass DVOA, fourth overall rushing DVOA. I think they can handle Lamar. They've seen Lamar, um, you know, Taylor's been there now two years. Uh, they, they've seen him. They understand him. It's not like this is foreign to them. And I think that they, they, they're, they're going to have enough to keep this game close. So uh, if you just look at, like I said, getting rid of preconceived notions that the Cincinnati Bengals aren't great. I mean, they're four and two sitting at 13th in DVOA, uh, pretty balanced team with with a very good defense. So I'm, I'm going with Cincinnati Bengals plus six and a half over the, over the Baltimore Ravens. As my first pick, I don't <clears throat> don't hate it. Joey Joey be a little banged up, I think. Still, Coach John Harbaugh definitely a better coach than than Zach Taylor, but I I don't hate it. Division game, I don't hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Who's next? Joe can go. I uh I don't I still just don't understand how the Broncos are underdogs to the Browns. Um, I get that this game is going to be tonight. Um, I just don't really understand how we're looking at a game where the Browns are just without the majority of their offensive their primary offensive weapons, and the Broncos just are not favored at this point, or at least it's it's and it's not even like a pick them. You're getting two points, so. Um, I'm on the Broncos. I grabbed them before it crossed the three point threshold. I think that you can take them down to a pick them and you're still getting pretty good value on this 
bet. I just don't really, I don't really understand it at this point. And I don't know if you guys are seeing something different, but I just don't know what they're going to do. I mean, they're off. It's not even just that their primary, you know, like skill position players are out. Like they're missing three of their offensive linemen. So like, I just don't really see how this is going to go well for the Browns. Um, and if I can get to two and a half points, I'll take that. And I'll probably even play the, I'll probably play it down to a money line play as well. The issue, I, I get it. The issue is just the Broncos aren't that good. Um, and the Browns defense is still pretty good. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're not great. I would say they're average, but it's just, uh, yeah, I, the Browns are, are banged up. Do I swat like, should Case Keenum be a uh, favorite as a starter in an NFL game in 2021? Probably not. So I, I agree with you. Yeah. I just, especially, I just, especially I, with, with none of, you know, the hunt and chub. Yeah. Like there's no out. one to lean on there. Like that's my thing. It's like, they can't like, Odell, I like I get Odell got I, hurt. And then, and then, like you said, the offensive line is the biggest injury concerns irrespective of Baker. Baker's been pretty bad this year. Yeah. So I like, I just don't really, I just don't understand what, like where this line is at. I guess it's just maybe to garner some different action, but I don't know. That's, that's where I'm at. So I like, I'll take Broncos plus two. Terry, you don't have to do two. You can only take, do one. Okay. I'm just making up the rules. I stay. I'm uh, saying if you're not ready to get oh. two. <laughs> uh, no. Okay. So let's, um, Let's bet on some shitty uh, football teams. So let's bet on uh, a shitty, shitty football team. And I'm not talking about uh, my football team. I'm talking about Joe and Corey's football team. The New York football giants plus three at home against the Carolina Panthers. Sam Darnold's return to MetLife Stadium. Uh, the Giants are bad, uh, but really the Panthers aren't great either. Uh, I'm not sure they should be uh, a road favorite um, really in any situation. Teams are pretty even DVOA. Something that is interesting, the Giants are seventh in terms of variance in DVOA, meaning that you know you basically get the same performance every single week, which I'm sure Joe and Corey could confirm. Um, but the Panthers are 30th in variance. So, you know, they're, you know, terrible one week, great the next week, and vice versa. You never really know which Panthers team you're going to get. Um, so they do have a good defense or decent defense. Um, pretty good defense against, you know, a pretty feeble Giants offense. But I think at home, Daniel Jones isn't the best at home. I think that the line's an overreaction to them getting blown out by a good Rams team. Ended up showing up to the second half of that game uh, last week, uh, and there was no one there. While I was walking in, everyone was leaving. So that was kind of funny. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so I think it's a little bit of an overreaction to – two teams that aren't very good. Um, I, I will take the home dog uh, a week after getting blown out 
so give me the New York football giants and Danny Dimes. Wow. Wow. I don't even know what to say. Danny Dimes at home. I know. Post uh, maybe he's, maybe maybe he got knocked unconscious and concussed and is just never going to be the same. Uh, That's a theory. Honestly, that might be better. It's possible. But Sam Donald's coming home too. So I mean, like um, they coming should catch home. <laughs> yeah, coming home. Which of the two of them has worse statistics in Mount Life? Coming home. Let the rain. <laughs> I don't know. Wash away. All the pay- all right. Um, do you want to snake it or no? No, no. All right, second pick. There's three, uh, more than three, three big spread games this week. I like one of them to cover. That is the Los Angeles Rams minus fourteen and a half over the Detroit Lions. Uh, top five team versus bottom five team DVOA. Uh, but storyline here: Rams with Sean McVay. Hosting Jared Goff, Sean McVay is going to want to show the world that he made the right decision. He knows all of Jared Goff's uh, thoughts, fears, um, you know, his idiosyncrasies. His idiosyncrasies. He know what keeps him. I up just wanted to say that word. And he's going to tell his defensive coordinator to just dominate this guy. And then as Terry and I were talking about preliminary, which games we kind of like for the Super Contest, I said, oh, yeah, and Stafford is going to want to put up a show against his former team. And Terry said, LOL, I forgot about that. So two things working in uh, the Rams' favor here. You know, Stafford wanting to just, just destroy his old team, the team that has given him so much pain and suffering and potentially shorten his career maybe by three or four seasons. He wants to stick it to him to make him 0-7. And, you know, and I think game script-wise, like the Rams, all they do is throw the ball. So um, much like last week, they only run if they're up by 30 points. So uh, leans leans me to believe uh, that this game is a little bit more coverable over the two score range than the other games. So that's my, that's my second pick. Yeah. I just bet it. I was going to say maybe wait, because I feel like it's going to get bet down to 14, maybe less. No, it's like already, are, it's already uh, 15 and a half on pinnacle. And, is uh, it? And on yeah. It's mostly and 15 and a half. This, there's uh, a 16 actually. Yeah. 14 and a half on DraftKings. Yeah. My action app. Slash Chinese government propaganda app is lying to me. <laughs> um, Whoops! Almost just parlayed that spread with the Minnesota Timberwolves to win the division. <laughs> yeah, because you need to get your odds better for them to win the division. Yeah. All right. At least we'll know. Uh, at least we covered. We'll cover the one. All right, uh, Joe. Second pick. Um, I. I hate this slate so much. I think that uh, I I think I want to take the Colts plus four here. Um, Sound very confident. It's four and a half on on DraftKings. Oh, okay. So even better. We get that extra half a point there, which, you know, not the most irrelevant point. But I just – I don't think – 
I think that if Trey Lance doesn't play and we're kind of dealing with a banged up Jimmy Garoppolo, um, I'll take the Colts. I think that the Colts are like an adequate team. I don't think that the Niners are really elite either. Um, and I'll take the four and a half, gets you over a couple key numbers there. Uh, and, you know, get a little road dog action. Wentz has looked pretty good lately. Uh, they got T.Y. Hilton back, so it's kind of expanding his passing options. Uh, I, I think this could be a spot for them to pick up a pick up a little cover on the road here, four and a half. It sounded like you're just having a monologue with yourself, like an inner monologue, trying to convince yourself to bet this game. Yeah, I just don't feel like, you know, the Colts haven't been great in the red zone, so I feel like they're due for a little bit of touchdown regression, like positive regression. So, uh, it, and I, I'm just not really convinced with Jimmy G. So I, I like the four, uh, the four and a half. Um, I'm going to put it in right now and then we'll lock it down, you know? What at what point do we do we start having the conversation that Shanahan maybe isn't a good coach? No, you can't. Will what will Warren will Warren Sharp kill break you. down my break down my windows yeah. and come stab me in the night? Uh-huh. Kind of looks yeah. like a serial killer. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what would happen. He'd have like aviators on, I feel like. <laughs> Does is he could be. He looks like uh the Unabomber a little bit. Uh, did the Unibom- Unibomber didn't have a mustache? No, Unibomber. Who had the mustache? Was that the uh, so was that the Zodiac Killer? They never found the Zodiac Killer. They just found him last week, and no, he did not have a mustache. They found him. I'm looking at the an amateur yeah. sketch. This amateur sketch resembles what many of you say the leprechaun looks like. Others find it hard to believe and have come up with their own theories and explanations for the image. Could be a crackhead. They got hold to the wrong stuff, and it told him to get up in a tree and play a leprechaun. Of uh, of somebody, and he's got like a mustache and aviators. Who is that? Do you look like a leprechaun? <laughs> that's that's why I said amateur sketch. <laughs> <laughs> this amateur sketch <laughs> could be a crackhead. <laughs> I got hold to the wrong stuff. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I I like the pick, Joe. I think that it could be close. Yeah. Um, but I would have to. I would I would run your fancy uh, CCP propaganda um, and see what Shanahan's record is post buy. Yeah, it's. Uh, I can do that now. It just kind of feels like one of those games where you're gonna play it. It's gonna stink, but it just it might just be the right call, you know. So uh, let's see. I we got some we got some new we got some new systems here. Wait, who did you pick? Did you pick the Colts or the the 49ers? The Colts. Okay, I'm I'm okay with that. All right, we'll check right now. Terry, pick number three. Uh pick number two for me. Pick number two. Uh number two, who do you work for? Um so we're gonna have to do, do we have it. to do we have to cue uh I will go down with the ship by Dido? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's me. All right, play that lovingly while while Terry talks about this game. Uh we're back. We're back from London town. <laughs> the Dolphins playing the Atlanta Falcons, Dom's Wizard. 
playing the Wizards of Waverly Place in Miami. A lot of lot of speculation about the QB position when really Tua is the least of their issues. Um, it's you know no matter what quarterback they trade for, it's not going to make their offensive line good. It's not going to make their any of their skill position players that are on their team healthy. It's not going to make the Dolphins be good at utilizing draft capital. Um, but I digress. At home, two and a half point dog to the Atlanta Falcons, who also suck. Uh, they're the ranked last in DVOA. Um, 32 out of 32 teams. Uh, and, you know, they their defense is terrible. Their offense for an offensive wizard isn't, isn't very good. They are coming off a of bye week. Dolphins are coming back from London. That's probably weighing a little bit on this line. Um, but I think, you know, with the short week for the Dolphins, there's less, there's a lot of chatter around them. I think it's it'll be good for them to, you know, just get back on the field, um, you know, and get out there and, and win this game. Um, there's not, there's not a lot of variance in the Atlanta's defense. <laughs> The funny thing is the Dolphins defense is 30th in DVOA and the Falcons defense is 30th in DVOA. So something's got to give between the offense and the defense. <laughs> and I mean, same with the Falcons offense, 29, Dolphins defense, 26. Um, Dolphins did miss Xavier Howard and Byron Jones uh, last week. They are still questionable for this week. Hopefully they're back on the field. Um, but at home dog, I, I think uh, I'm always I'm always going to take the home dog in a very very ugly game. Um, that I think when, it, when when Terry said it was time to bet some bad teams this week, oh boy! Yeah, right. I just yeah, it's it's you can tell this you can hear the sadness in my voice. Um, but at least at he, least you at least you bet two and a win MVP, right? <laughs> I mean, he could be still. You never know. Could still right. light it up. <laughs> I'm just counting on the Dolph, any one of the million Dolphins players who didn't play last week who were hurt to play this week um, and the Falcons to keep sucking. So get right game. Here we go. Starts Joe, now. Joe looked it up and Shanahan is, what is it, four and six? Four and six against the spread with 10 or more days off. Yeah, Warren Sharp, don't say anything. Warren Sharp might spy. Maybe he's tied in with the CCP as well. Honestly, you never you never know. Looks Russian. Yeah, I could see it. All right. Um, my third game. I really thought about betting so the Chiefs here, but I'm gonna shy away from that. I'm just telling you my internal dialogue here. Um, because I still don't believe in the Titans, even though they knocked me out of survivor last week i picked the bills um and i don't think they're good and i don't think the chiefs it's just like the chiefs should win that game by like 15 points but i until the chiefs start showing me i'm not gonna keep losing money to the chiefs really would like to know why the washington game went down to seven and a half um because that's a, a pretty big line swing there um, but my third pick, 
we're going. Joe went to the one primetime game. I'm going to the other primetime game. Talk about home dogs here. Joe's Seattle Seahawks are anywhere between plus four and a half to plus five and a half. There's a plus five and a half on FanDuel right here. Um, and right now as of recording, and I'm going to take it. Um, I'm taking Seattle, the home dog. I know that Geno Smith is going to be the quarterback. I know this. I know this to be true. But New Orleans and Seattle both sit atop the top 10. Or they sit at the bottom, really. But a bottom. Sit a bottom, the top 10 in DVOA. New Orleans number eight. Seattle's number nine. These two teams are evenly matched. I still believe in home field, especially in these primetime games. Um, seems like the crowd gets up for it a little more. Maybe it's just because I'm watching one game as opposed to seven and one time on one o'clock on Sundays. Um, but I think even with Geno Smith here, I think the Seahawks are st- – it, it's either one of two things. Either the Seahawks are still kind of a good team or the Saints aren't as good as we think, or both. So – that's kind of what I'm banking on here. I just think this line is crazy. Like I, I, I think this this should be. If you don't even, if you don't want to make Seattle a favorite, like make it a pick 'em at least. But like the the Saints with Jameis Winston going into the twelfth man of Seattle on Monday night, it and being a four and a half point favorite is absurd. No matter who the quarterback is on the other side. So, and Geno Smith hasn't played terrible. Um, you know, he gets a, a pretty rough shake last week in his debut as a starter against one of the top team, top defenses in the league um, and the Steelers in that pass rush. I think this this will give him some time to at least settle down. Saints defense still very good, um, but I think he'll cover this. And it wouldn't surprise me if the Saints went out right or the, the Seahawks went out right here. So that's yeah. my my third pick, Seattle, plus five and a half. I would recommend it down to plus four and a half. Sean Payton famously lost to the 7-9 Seattle Seahawks as a division winner when Marshawn Lynch had that crazy run against them. People don't forget that in Seattle. The building is haunted for Sean Payton. Yes, exactly. It's haunted. The 12th Um, man. My last pick is going to be a prop bet because that's what I've been doing. And the prop bet is for uh, Leonard Fournette to have over 64 and a half rushing yards. Um, The Bears are bottom third. They're 23rd in rush DVOA. Could see this game kind of going off the rails and uh, give the ball to Fournette to just start running some clock down. Um, so I like this play. I think that 64 and a half isn't a crazy line and it's a line he's gone over the past couple games, actually. Okay. Very cool. Very neat. Switching it up a little bit. No, I appreciate that. Why can't I find what I'm looking for? Um, anyway, I mean, might as well make it a trifecta. There's some other games I kind of am interested in. I like your Colts pick. I like 
I kind of like the Chiefs a little bit. Um, as they've both been taken. Uh, I'm going, I'm going to do it. The Chiefs have Try. been taken, but you can take the uh, Jets. You talk, okay, yeah. <laughs> the trifecta of shitty, shitty football teams. I'm going to take the New York Jets, full well knowing Bill Belichick's record against rookie quarterbacks in Foxborough. I don't think the Patriots are bad at all. Um, I think they've, I mean, they've lost generally pretty close games. Um, some mistakes are there, maybe some coaching mistakes. Um, but with that being said, the New York Jets are hot trash. Uh, but two rookie quarterbacks going against each other. I think the Jets' defense and Pat's offense is kind of a push. It's going to come down to what the Jets' offense can do against the Pats defense. Uh, will they turn Zach Wilson over the odds? The, the probabilities say, yes, they probably will. Um, but the jets do have a better special teams. I, I think it's going to be a very low scoring game. So I'll take the points. It's you can get it juiced up at seven and a half still in some spots. I E points bet pinnacle still has it seven and a half juiced up um so interested to see where where the line goes um if you know some of these sevens go up to seven and a half probably not probably books don't probably want to move off that seven number either way um but let's make a trifecta of crap uh have a real crap weekend let's take the new york jets you can i'll do seven or seven and a half i don't care I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go bet it on points bet at seven. All right, um, that's that's it for our NFL bets. Don't hate the hate the pick, but it's just one of those picks that you're like, you know, sitting there. And you're like, why did I bet on Zach Wilson against Bill Belichick? Um, but yeah, that's it for our our NFL picks for Week Seven. Lot of you know, there could be some tightening in the standings this week. Um, could be some some pulling away. I don't really know. And it seems like this this uh, week 18 is kind of looming and, and people are going to be like, oh, there's still so much time, even though it's just one extra week. I don't really know how it's going to play out, but already some pretty big uh, gaps between division leaders and and second and third in divisions. Um Anything else on the NFL before we move on to Pods and Rex? Nothing. Nothing. You know, I'm just, I'm grateful, grateful to be here. That's all. That's all I got. All right. Producer Corey, how are you? Welcome to Pods and Rex. Hello, Dominic. Happy to be here. Um, I would be remiss to not mention that the New Jersey Devils are 2-0. Um, and we're going to continue to shout out the Devils if they are first in the division when we record. So that's kind of what the what the barometer is going to be for us. But uh, lose their best player last week or, you know, two nights ago and don't really know. Still haven't heard an injury update. Looks like it could be out for a while. That's tough. But the team's deeper, I think, than they've ever been defensively. Uh, so deep. They actually, they actually have some power play. Um potential now and can actually not get some shots on goal when they have a man advantage. So I'm, I'm feeling good as a devil's fan. Just wanted to get that out there. 
I also feel pretty good about it. Okay. But would you like to recommend anything this week? How was your week? How's going? Sure. What's going on? Good week. Um, I'm tired and it's only Wednesday. That's not great, but uh, Jack Hughes entry took a lot out of me. Um, haven't been sleeping since. Uh, you know, just constantly refreshing Twitter to try to get something. It's a lot on my head. Um, but while I'm unable to sleep, I finished watching Only Murders in the Building, which was very funny. Um, it's kind of a whole spin on the murder mystery thing that is quite the phenomenon right now and pretty much has been ever since it's been created. Um, Martin Short. Since time. Martin. Probably since time. Edgar Allan Poe. What, what's your, what's, what service is that on? I believe it's Hulu. Yes. Yes, it's Hulu. Okay. It is Hulu. It's very good. Just wrapped. Um, it was one of those unfortunate streaming shows that only released once a week. Mm-hmm. Just don't understand. Stupid. Um, but it was pretty damn good. Very funny. Um, and then I've been listening to an album by the band Halogens. I believe they're New Jersey local. Um, I don't steer you in the wrong direction when it comes to music. Go listen to it. The album's the album is called uh, You're Being Weird. I'll verify that right now. No, yes, you're being weird. No, That's you're you're album. being weird. Again, halogens. They're great. Shout out to Dave. Turn me on to them. Dave turns you on. Oh yeah, Dave turns me on more more than I'd like to admit. All right. Um, cool. Cool recommendations. Uh, I don't think you're being weird. I think Thanks. You're being just just fine. I'm concerned. Um, I'm going to recommend a show on Netflix called um, Midnight Mass. This was actually a recommendation that flowed from uh, Miss Producer Corey. Uh, we went out to dinner last Miss weekend. Shout out to Ange. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, me and my wife and, and Corey and Miss Producer my Corey. Wife. Joe, my wife. Joe and Miss Joe were out there too. Um, and we actually, I would tell you the story because she recommended the show to us and it's like, oh, like you love it. It's about like this like religious cult, like that's on an island and like they're, they're separated from like the mainland, all this stuff. So like she tells all this like kind of good stuff. We watched for 45 minutes the show on Netflix accidentally made. <laughs> oh, like M A M A I D, like about like um this like really poor like woman who's like surviving domestic violence and, oh like, god and like and like we were like the show's like not with what what she said to us at all and like but the only reason we kept watching it was because like they were also like she was she had a good like, job at like a cleaners like a like a like a cleaning service like where she go to had to go to houses and she like went to this island so we were like oh like the church must be on the island <laughs> so, like, that's both disturbing and, then, and uncanny and then, and then we we're like watching and I, my wife's like how much time is left in this episode this is like terrible and so i put it as like 15 minutes i was like oh we're watching the wrong show. <laughs> oh no classic but, mix up wrong island show but the the real island show um it's like in the same family as like uh haunting at hill house and like all of those series kind of got some of the same actors uh but very good um very good. We'll, we'll we'll suck you in and and make you keep watching. So that's uh, that's my recommendation. Is uh, 
Midnight Mass. Uh, very, very good religious undertones, overtones mixed in with, with little holiday Halloween horror. I really appreciated it because I have all this useless Catholic knowledge in my brain. And I'm like, thank God, someone who can write has the same shit rolling around in their brain and did something creative with it. So nice yeah. to see. And like, it's kind of not, not to get too religious here, but it's like kind of not like too far to, like if you, if like somebody had no experience with the sacrament of communion, they would be like, that's pretty weird, man, that you're like drinking the blood of another person. <laughs> you don't want to drink blood? <laughs> kind of a like crazy you're, idea. You're drinking blood of another person. And this, this show is kind of like, what if that's the basis for a horror movie? So our horror series. Look, I, I've I've said this a million times, and I'll stand. I'll die on this hill. I don't think the Romans were completely wrong with the early Christians. That's fucking weird. <laughs> it's fucking weird. We were Spotify, persecuted. Spotify's gonna mm. not Fair. put this one out either. It's all right. Gruden me again, Corey. Spotify. Thanks for the week off again, Corey. Welcome to vacation start, life, boys. Gonna have to start promoting our our streaming our our podcast on Parlor Gab. Kicked yeah. off everything. I don't know. I don't know if they'll like what I just said. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, true. That's... Really All right. Put, pigeonholing ourselves. Joe, Terry, what do you got recommendation-wise? Go ahead, Joe. I am going to recommend candles. It is candle season, boys. Um, I think there's a lot of good smells right now. Um, you know, you get like the pumpkiny ones, you can start getting into the holiday season. Um, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, so I prefer not to miss it, but I got to say Christmas candles just absolutely slap. And I think that this is a good opportunity. Get your head to like, uh, you know, bath and body works or something like that, or Yankee candle, if you want to be bougie and get yourself a nice, uh, get yourself a nice, like pumpkin spice maybe, or like, you know, like a gingerbread cookie, a sugar cookie. It, it's just, it's going to warm up your whole heart. Yeah. Be careful life. with the cookie ones. You will get hungry. I don't know. That is, that is so, you're saying you know. that Thanksgiving is your favorite holiday and you're like, but Christmas candles are the best. Like there's no, there's no Thanksgiving candles. Yeah. Like, like I'm obviously gonna, Christmas I, candles actually, are going to be better. It's I'm not like trying to figure out if there's a Yankee candle gravy. Oh, <laughs> stuffing. Let's stop talking about this idea because this sounds like a moneymaker. <laughs> you want to smell yeah, Thanksgiving gotta, all year round? Be, it's got to be. There's got to be some cranberry sauce uh, candles. You ever smell when someone's making turnips that no one's going to eat later in the day? Mm. Don't you love that smell? <laughs> Grandma's house, parentheses, mothballs. <laughs> They can have a whole line. You can have over the river, the through the woods, and then to grandmother's house. It's perfect. All right. We'll side discussion with that. That's merch yeah. to come. All right. Uh, great, great recommendation, Joe, as always. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> oh, I'm going to, I'm going to recommend, I'm definitely, I think I've recommended it before, but I'm just going to recommend it again. Tennessee at Beer Hall in Atlantic City. Just an incredible place to go. Uh, I ran a 5K last weekend. No big deal. Beat, beat my goals. Um, big runner now. Yeah, congratulations on that. Thank you. Oh, thank yeah. you. My Good first you. one ever. Um, there were some people that were like just unathletic, uh, athletic people, unathletic people that beat me. So now I've decided to really just dedicate my life to running because I'm annoyed that they were ran faster than me. So I'm really going to go 
full head. Like Dan Marino is, you know, here. Chipper John, they're 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 out of my head now. Now I'm like Steve Prefontaine and other famous runners. Usain Bolt. I don't know. They're they're not distance runners. Anyway, Tennessee at Beer Hall. Very good food. Very good drinks. Went there after the run. Five dollar breakfast sandwiches. Delicious pork leg and cheese. Oh wow. On a brioche bun. So they win. serve LITs in the morning too? Oh, they got their ACTs flown in the morning. Oh, they ACTs, had, yeah. They Sorry, also got, man. you know, some some specials with mimosas and Bloody Marys, but I was drinking the ACT. Get some tots on the side. It's a it's a delicious little little fill you up after you run. Or, you know, now, you know, when you're hungover, just pop on over there. Um, but AC's back, baby. Just just letting everything never went away, but it's yeah, back. I was gonna say never left. All right, that's it for the plexiglass this- is gone. No more plexiglass everywhere. We're back. This- <laughs> that was that was as close as we got to tyranny. Plexiglass yeah. on the I couldn't uh, high five people on the, on the craps table. I was high fiving everyone, kissing dealers. I think that's enumerated in the constitution as a as a constitutional right. Mm-hmm. High five people at the craps table. All right. That's it for the Oddscast podcast. For Joe Delara, Terry Takes, producer Corey, it is now NBA, NHL season. we got to have Satch back on the pod soon. Get his take. Get the, oh, get the yeah. whisperer back. Yeah. So Let's go, Knicks. Just had that thought. All right. Uh, go, Knicks. Go, Timberwolves. Go, turn Turn the howls into wolves or something like that, Joe, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Roars. <laughs> there you go. All right. Sign it off. Have a good weekend. Go win all your bets. God bless.
Because I am sure hungry for one. You like you, you know,